Hey everybody, I'm Craig. I'm Daniel. And this is the Theomatic Podcast where we are making good, good theology, theology automatic. automatic. <laughs> you went slower than me. I know. Do you guys like the new set? Check look, it out. Look, little new set. Here. Little Christmas special here. Uh-huh. Flannels. We, we were like, let's wear the red flannels and get the green back. It's a very Pack Northwest vibe. I was like I it. was really hoping that you would like dye your hair white and kind of be Santa Claus. Oh, I should have done that. The people are disappointed. I have a, the, pe- the people. <laughs> I have like gray in my beard that I kind of try to like. It's hide. true. It's, it's anyway, coming out. You you have like the perfectly distributed <laughs> oh, salt and pepper. It's no. like perfect. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, thanks, buddy. Man, must be nice. Well, friends, like the Lord just like put it all in one spot for me. Anyway, yeah, you there. do have this like you have this specific spot over yeah. here too. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's jump into it. <laughs> hey, we're so glad that you're with us. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Um, of course, this episode is coming out right before Christmas in 2021. What a year, what a couple years it's been. You may be listening to this at another time, but don't don't scroll away or tune out because um, it is always good to reflect on and to remember Emmanuel, the God that is with us, even outside of December. Hello, and by the way, Daniel, Jesus wasn't actually born in December. That is correct. Anyway, we might get into that a little bit later. I just wanted to start by reading this uh, this passage. Again, this is not just for Christmas season. So whenever you're listening to this, please tune your heart in and, and your, uh, your spirit in for just a few moments mm. and go with us. This is what it says about this revolutionary, unbelievable God that would, unlike any other God of any other culture, that would step out of heaven humbly and come to us. So listen to this. It says this, Luke chapter two. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all of the world should be registered. This was the first registration when, say that name? Quirinius. Oh, wow, you're so good. <laughs> Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went and registered each to his own, to his own town or hometown, the hometown of his heritage probably. Mm-hmm. So Joseph went uh, also went up to Galilee from the town from the town of Nazareth to Judea the city of David what is called Bethlehem because he was of the house of the lineage of David to be registered to Mary his betrothed who was with child and what what we already missed in chapter 1 is that Mary was they they were had not been together they had not known each other and that she was um you know had a baby Jesus in her womb from the holy spirit while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to a firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for him in the inn. Mm. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for just the Christian people. Nope. That will be (laughs) for American. No. That will be for the rule follower. No. Good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ, meaning the anointed one, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you that you will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, 
peace among those in whom he is pleased. Should I keep going? No, it's perfect. That's good. And so there's a few things in this passage Mm -hmm. that we could talk about, or maybe just the bigger story in general. But I just want to, and you can add anything you want. I want to submit this thought that it's, it is the most amazing and beautiful thing that the story of the Bible and the reality of Jesus, Mm. and this is emphasized in, say, Colossians chapter 1 and uh, Philippians chapter 2, that the reality of Jesus is that the God of the universe, John chapter 1, would step out of heaven, put skin on, Mm-hmm. Put on a, put on human flesh, move into the neighborhood to be with us, and this is what we recognize, remember, and recognize in the Christmas season and celebrate. Yeah. But really, in every season, that we have a God that would come to us. How incredible! Yeah. One well, and two, the angels show up and and announce. It's like the first sharing of the gospel of what it feels like in yeah. a way. The right. First preaching. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the good news. Like I bring you good news. And, um, you know, which is by the way, what the word gospel means. Oh yeah. It simply means good news. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. They're preaching good news. Yeah. And, um, to me, I've always, I remember being a teenager and I, I was like, well, I love Christmas. I don't know what the huge deal is compared to Easter. I feel like Easter is the big deal. <laughs> you know, I remember like just being it a be like a fight between Christmas and Easter. <laughs> yeah. Like when Jesus died, that was really the moment. But as I, as I begin to understand a little bit more, I mean, we relate and understand as human beings what the decision in Gethsemane, the garden where Jesus prayed under duress to to make the choice to give his life, because make no mistake, it was, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done, meaning mm-hmm. he had a will, he could choose it, and he chooses for our benefit. And the Bible says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So we understand the impact of that choice, but you know what we can't understand and why I think the angels were celebrating is we have not yet fully known or experienced what heaven was like, what it was like for him before he came. Mm. So we go, wow, what a big decision to choose the cross. And what the angels I think are showing us is what a huge decision to leave all he had Such to a come. Good point. You know, what yeah. a huge sacrifice. And I think they were just honoring him mm-hmm. because he was beginning the redemption of mankind and he was vulnerable. And I mean, he's, a, he's in the body of this baby that you know, thank God, <laughs> Joseph and Mary were chosen and 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 covered him and cared for him. Mm. Um, but what a beautiful thought that the sacrifice he made to come that the angels knew. I know what he's leaving. I know what he's leaving to come, yeah. and he should be honored. Yeah, Philippians says he did not consider, you know, one version equality with God or staying in heaven something to be grasped or held onto, mm. but instead he let go of that, his throne in heaven. And instead, he he took on flesh, the likeness of human flesh, and became obedient even unto death. Mm. And so, I don't know, you know, if you have certain directions that you want to talk about this episode, but I want to start by um, just presenting this thought. The thing that we specifically remember more often in December or around the Christmas season, the reality of Emmanuel, God with us, is what what that that word means. means. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That thing that so often we just kind of think about and remember in December. <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme there. Remember in <laughs> He's December. He's so good at rhyme. I'm such a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that we remember in December is actually something that should sustain you all throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And that's this 
this amazing reality that God is with us. Mm-hmm. And and even to the degree that when he, when Jesus was in the flesh with the disciples, mm-hmm. walking with them, and he looks at them and says, it's better for you that I go because when I go, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so what I want to present to you, friends, is that you have access to the reality that God is with you, not in just the universal sense of that God came to earth 2,000 years ago, mm-hmm. but that God, uh, he's omnipresent, so in a sense, he's He's here with us now, but in a personal sense, he can be with you. Mm. Emmanuel, God with us, through his Holy Spirit living inside of you, not just on December 25th, but every day yeah. for the rest of your life on into eternity. Mm. And I know so many people, the struggle is, I don't know if God's near. I don't feel him or experience him. Yeah, Maybe is he mad at me or I've sinned and is he far from me now? And on this holiday Christmas episode, I want to encourage you that God is so desperately wanting to be yeah. not just with you, but in you through I the agree. Holy Spirit. Yep. I agree. I mean, the the beauty of of what God did when he came here is he you know, it, it, there's the, there's some story around the birth of Jesus where Herod declares um he's trying to chase down and find Jesus essentially as a baby, right? right? And so there's this kills like Everybody two and under. Everybody two and under. Just to try and cover it. There's a huge tragedy that befalls like when Jesus comes on the earth. And it kind of, I think, reveals the supernatural power. And almost like it reminds me of the 101st Airborne going over enemy lines and dropping in in the middle of the night. And the, the, the powers of darkness are panicked and they have to stop Jesus at all costs because God is now on the planet, mm. you know, and he is beginning the redemptive journey. Yeah. And so it's a season for those of us who, who honor Jesus because of his obedience, but also honor God because the Bible says he loved us so much he sent his son. Mm -hmm. So it's the obedience of the son and the love of the father. And when he comes to earth, it's those things sort of like meeting or becoming real. And, and, um, but yeah, the enemy really tried to stop that from happening, but God's plan. So the Christmas story is also proof to me that God's plans will always prevail. Mm. And so if there is a plan for your life and there is that plan, if you will yield to it, it will always, the gates of hell, hell won't stop it. So let's talk about that because I think it's pretty clear and everybody would agree. Yeah. The devil, all of hell wanted to stop God's plan. Now here's a thought that I don't know about it though, but here's a thought that I don't know if most people really think about. But in the society we live in, this is going to touch on a chord. Obviously, the scripture tells us that Mary did not expect nor know how to explain the fact that she was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. What? Really? Nobody's going to believe me? That's yeah, crazy. she's a pariah probably. Okay. Yeah. So what if Mary would have tried to abort the baby inside of her? She would have been aborting the greatest and highest gift from God, not just for her, but for all of humanity. Yeah. So that's a sobering thought. It's sobering, yeah. In a world that we're currently living in. But um, obviously she did not do that. But what what the principle says is because you just told people that God has a plan for them. And what I want to present as one aspect of the Christmas story 
is that God will impregnate us with things, if I can use that term. Yeah. Guys, hang, don't get freaked out. Hang tight. He's yeah. going he's gonna to resolve it. That God will impregnate <laughs> us with things and in ways that we are like, what? No way. And we might think, I, I can't handle this. I didn't ask for this. I don't want this. But those things, if they're from God, might be the very thing that you've been praying for wow. your whole life and the very fulfillment of the greatest gift to you and destiny for your life. And so I would invite you as we're reflecting on this gift of Jesus to consider what it is that God is putting in you that you might not understand now, but just might be the fulfillment of some destiny for you in the future. Wow. That's huge. Um, has that ever ha- has there ever been a situation man. like that in your life? Oh, where you're course, like, no yeah. way, God, this is not from you. This is from the devil, but no way. Then yeah, you- there are so many. Like you said, it's such a good analog for Mary. It it was all sorts of sources of trouble, right? You know, an angel had to come and tell her, like, hey, this is gonna happen, you know, and you're gonna name this this boy Jesus, you know. Um, that what a risk to her, to her status in her social community, to her life. And in a lot of ways, that's why so many people give her honor and, and to the point of reverence. And we simply, in our theological viewpoint, we just honor her. What a great act of obedience that is to be remembered and is to be honored. Um, but also what an honor for her to be chosen, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, there are things that have been in my life and I bet in yours where they were nothing but trouble for at least nine months, usually more. And looking back, it did become um, the pathway of some of the greatest hope and change in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Things can be hard, but I think, and I don't have it right in front of me, but Mary's prayer, at least in one part of it was, you know, man, I don't know, but may it be to me Mm -hmm. as you have said. And I think if that can be our attitude of, man, I might not like how that sounds or how that feels, but if it's from God, let it be to me as as is your will. Before we uh, get done with this episode and reflecting on this, I do want to touch on some questions that we that we get often. Yeah, did they have to do with this particular season and celebrating? So, I hear people um, sometimes say Christians shouldn't celebrate the celebration of Christmas, or if they do, they definitely shouldn't use things like Christmas trees or lights or things like that. Or Santa hats. So I know we're kind of turning the corner from this deep, beautiful theological truth, but uh, yeah. but we but we want to be practical here. And these are things that people actually uh, yeah, like really wonder and, and kind of debate about, even fight about sometimes. And so mm-hmm. what is the, what's, what's thematic? What's good theology when it comes to, um, you know, because they would say, for example, oh, the Christmas tree has its origins in a in a pagan, pagan thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts. So I have a Christmas tree, a 15-foot Christmas tree in my oh, house so right now. Oh, so extra pagan. So, so, yeah. You, my friend, are think, extra pagan. I think you know where I stand on the issue. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, I think symbology is hu- huge for people, which is why some people say, hey, don't do it because you're participating. I believe that um, to the pure hearted, all things are pure in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And so, you know, just as in as in um, the rainbow was a symbol of God's promise to us, um, people grab onto those symbols and make them mean what they mean. So um, I have a Christmas tree. I love the season of Christmas and for all the um, 
um, benefits that it represents, time with family, time around the, uh, it, it, you know, your whole home looks different. And it's a time for us in our family, in the Hunt family, to reflect on all of our blessings. But then what, what I would recommend and what I do is you put Jesus right in the center of every one of those discussions because um, it's not like we're celebrating Jesus' birthday for his sake. We're remembering mm. the greatness of the God who came to earth to redeem his people. And so I love mingling that truth with the sights and the smells and the mm -hmm. tastes of Christmas because mm -hmm. we are humans in a body. And every year when it comes up and the tree goes up, all the good emotions kick in. And now you've got these drivers internally that are so excited to learn and remember. Yeah. So I like it personally. Yeah. I don't I see love anything wrong with it. No, <laughs> yeah. because I want to come th at this from a few different uh, like frameworks or foundations. Number one, the devil doesn't own anything. Yeah, especially trees. <laughs> he or just nothing. There's yeah. no day, whether yeah. it's October 31st or whatever, that I think any Christian should be like, yep, that's yours. Or no. that's Oh, dude, that's good. Nothing belongs to him and he yeah. doesn't get to... Uh, take anything right yeah. it's, it's God's and number Today two is the day the Lord has exactly made. and that's every day <laughs> and number two I think that the entire message of Christmas mm -hmm. is a message that says I came to redeem and I think that that's a Christian's job in every area of this world that we are called Take to back, redeem baby. anything that's Boom. been stolen. So I want to. I love that. That's I've never heard that. I you love haven't. It. Yeah. So I want to turn to uh, Acts chapter seventeen as an example. Paul says this. Uh, Paul's in Athens. He's looking around at everything yes, that's going on, and he says, I say, "Yeah, exactly." You know the passage. I do. It says so Acts seventeen twenty two. So Paul standing in the midst of the Areopagus, which is the place where they would discuss and, and talk. Um, on Mars Hill. Yep. He said, men of Athens. Now I just love, this is a great evangelistic. So good. Th this is a model for evangelism. Mm -hmm. He does, notice what he doesn't do. And then we'll talk about what he does. He doesn't come at them and say, you guys are evil. You guys are pagans. You guys are doing all this wrong. He says, men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you're very religious, almost like a compliment. Like, wow, you guys are really religious. You take this stuff seriously. Yeah. He says, I passed along and I observed all the objects of worship and I found also an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. Listen to this. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. What did Paul do? He mm -hmm. took, as it were, the pagan Christmas tree and he used it to redeem and turned it, teach to, them, used it for God. So this was an altar to, we would say, a, a false god or a demon, however you want to yeah. say it. It wasn't an altar it to Yahweh. It wasn't to Yahweh, but the he, Most High God. He took something that was pagan and he he used it to redeem. He used that thing and redeemed it yes. for the sake it's of Christ. Brilliant. And so my opinion is, whether it's with Christmas or with Easter or with whatever, number one, the devil doesn't own anything. And number two, we are called as ambassadors for Christ to reflect and represent the Emmanuel, Savior, baby Jesus that we're celebrating this month every day of the year to redeem all things for Come the on. sake of his kingdom. And so Boom. I say, put up a tree and make sure <laughs> that it doesn't turn you from God. And worship. of course, if you're worshiping some pagan God, then 
you need to stop right now. <laughs> then take down your tree. <laughs> take down your tree. <laughs> yeah. But if it is, if you are using it and and saying, kids, when we look at this and the presents and all, oh, even the presents, presents are, honestly, presents are probably a bigger idol than a Christmas tree. Oh, for sure. You know? And or ironically, it, or came, whatever. it came from our story. The presents re- reflect the gifts that were brought and yet, the, yeah. Exactly. Commercialism, so, for sure. Get that out of there. Yeah, Go come give on. Give gifts. Let's awesome. give our final thoughts here. Here's yeah. my final right. thought. This is the Theomatic Podcast, talking about making good theology automatic. So if we're going to think about God coming to earth and do we celebrate with a tree and all this, here's some good theology, in my opinion, based on the scriptures and the whole breadth of the of the Bible, is that, that number one, we should stand in awe and remembrance and reflection good. and receive the glory of a God that would step out of heaven and come to us. And now that, excuse me, now that he has... We ought to be uh, co-laborers with him mm-hmm. to redeem everything that has been broken or stolen or whatever back for the kingdom of God because this is his world, his planet. Beautiful. You are his creation and he wants you and the devil doesn't own anything. And so I remember and I reflect on a on an Emmanuel, a God that is with us. And he's with us most intimately through the Holy Spirit. And Come I hope on. and pray that you would receive him not just in this season, but every day of your year and whenever you're listening to this, that you'd receive the fullness of the incarnate God through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> you got anything you want Dude, to add? that was money. That was money. <laughs> Is that it? If you're, if you don't have a family, if you're alone this Christmas, go find a local church Come on. on a Christmas Eve service. Um, often you'll find it'll be candle. It'll be a little different format. And the focus will be this event in human history that would change all of time and eternity. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful time to go find the family of God um, because you belong there. Yep. And so if Amen. you're lonely, I would just encourage that. I thought you did a beautiful find job. Find the family. It was great, faith. dude. I'm going to... Oh, go ahead. No, you, no, you go. Maybe, I'm going to close. Okay, yep. you're going to close. Yeah. But I'll say this. Um, we took a couple questions about Christmas. You know, we weaved them in there. And season two that's coming up, season new coming. set. We're doing a new format. We got so many questions through the Bible Time um, uh, uh, TikTok channel and and on the website. Yep. We're going to take questions as instead of topics. So we'll just use a question. We'll say who it's from and we'll do our best to answer it. And uh, we, um, we're we really excited about that format. We it'll are. be good. That's yeah, exactly anyway, what so. I was going to say. And then I want to close in prayer. Uh, we have this one more episode after this in season one and then right at the beginning of the new year now you might be listening to this whenever but right at the beginning of 2022 we're coming out with season two which every episode is based on the yeah. question that you have asked and feel free to continue asking on the thematicpodcast.com mm-hmm. or on the tiktok or instagram channels um, and every time that you guys subscribe and like and rate and review that helps get the word out and yeah. so we so appreciate you guys sharing this with your friends that's the only way that really it's going to reach more people so thanks for joining us this season make sure you, sure you come back next week for our final episode in season number one and then join us for season two and uh, i just want to close in prayer that the the incarnate god emmanuel god with us would be with you and your family and not only this season but always so lord we thank you for who you are that you out of your great love would step out of heaven and come to us and so we remember you we recognize you and we receive you and on behalf of every one of our friends that's listening and their friends and their family we pray that you would encounter them that they would encounter you that you would fill them with your spirit and that you would lead us in your path for our life we thank you for who you are and all that you've done we commit ourselves to you in jesus name amen amen thanks for joining us god bless you peace